That's News to Me is a Twisted Dreams comedy production. Welcome to That's News to Me. I'm Mookie G. And I'm Erica. We scour the internet to find funny, weird, absurd news stories to blur the bad, depressing, boring stuff, and hopefully bring a smile to your face. We're so glad you've joined us for another episode. If you wouldn't mind, continue to help us do what we love. You can support the show in three ways, none of which require your money. All we ask is that you subscribe so you don't miss a future episode, share us with your friends so we can continue to grow, and leave us a five-star review so that we know you like what you hear. Shall we get started? Let's go. Girl, what are you ranting about? I'm talking about the podcast news to me. Have you never heard of it? Look, listen to the catchy jingle. Press play. Erica B and Mookie G and everything they say. Man, it's news to me. You got Mookie G and Erica B and everything they say. Man, it's news to me. Found it in the peach. News to me. Every word do teach because it's news to me. You got news to me. News to me. Erica and Mookie and news to me. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another episode of That's News to Me. She's Erica Benefield. And he's Mookie G. And we are your host. Mm-hmm. Or the host is with the most is. <laughs> well, I, I don't have the most is. <laughs> I wish I had most. Oh, we've got most is. You gotta own it. You gotta own it, okay. Yeah. Just throw it into the universe and the universe will make it happen. You are absolutely right. Speak positivity and positivity will come That's back right. to you. Mm-hmm. Yep. I got the mostest and I'm gonna get the mostest, sir. That's right. Did what did I just say? I have no idea, but it made sense to me. <laughs> Oh my oh. gosh, Erica, how is everything going with you? Good. How about you? It's going well. Good start to your new year. <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's a great start to the new year. I'm excited. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? No, I don't do those. How about you? I don't have I don't do them either. I do want to lose weight this year. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not gonna start that until maybe March because I'm waiting until all the fat asses get out of the quit going <laughs> to the gym. That's smart. And I can say that because I'm a fat ass myself, but I don't want to go to the gym and see people shaped like me on the treadmills. <laughs> I need to see people in shape to motivate me. <laughs> Yeah, when I look at my Pinterest motivation board, it's not full of people that look like me. It's full of people that look better than me. So it motivates me. Erica, you, you're beautiful. Well, thank you, sir. Your husband, I heard him smack that ass the other day. He, yep, he does. He was him. walking by. I wasn't even looking. I, all I heard was smack. I was like, <laughs> whoa, that was a hard ass smack. He thinks you're sexy. <laughs> he likes it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he's obligated to. No, he, don't, he's not obligated to. No? No. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> well, that put a little pep in my step. Yeah, you better do something. He's not obligated to. <laughs> oh, but Listen. yeah. When was the last time someone other than your husband hit on you? It's been a minute. It's been a minute? Yeah. You real, need to change that. Real long minute. You need to change that. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not one of those people who, you know, you look on social media and these beautiful women have these sultry looks that are just like inviting men in. And I don't have whatever gene that is. Anytime I try to look more attractive or I try to be flirtatious with my husband, he's like, what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> you know, I feel like that movie Clifford where that when Martin Short's playing the little boy and his face looks weird and his his, <laughs> his uncle's like, what is wrong with you? That's me. <laughs> like, Never mind. Hey. So, you know, if somebody's going to flirt with me, it's because more than likely they like my personality. <laughs> 
Yeah, I've been around uh, you. Just, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even with my husband, it took him six months. It took him six months. I don't know. <laughs> How I about you? You get hit on a lot, don't you? Uh, women on the, are into uh, men with titties, so yeah. There's, yeah, there's you some... get DMs and stuff, don't you? Nah, don't, no, I don't. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't. Sorry. I just figured you would. <laughs> Uh, no one slide into these DMs. Yeah, me neither. Mm, no, I wish, but no. it's not happening. It's not. Well, you but know. I have had women tell me that I'm attractive. So, well, there you go. That's what I'm saying. That makes me feel alive. I bet. Yeah. Puts a pep in your step. It does. Well, first of all, I'm old and fat, so my pep. You ad- are not old. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> she, she said I'm not old. She left out. Uh, you're not fat. She oh, you're not fat. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was focusing on the old part because we're not that far apart in age. <laughs> she, uh, you're not old, but you're fat you old. are. <laughs> Erica, I love chatting with you. We, the conversations we have are great. They are fun. Nothing um, like having a friend you can podcast with. That's right. Makes it fun. Yep. Well, Erica. Yes, sir. You ready to get into these stories? Let's do it. I'm excited. Oh, all right. Who's going are. first? Um, you go first. Wow. You threw me out there quick. Yeah, I did. Why? I don't know. Who said that I wanted to go first? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> well, my story, since I have to go first, comes to us from insider.com. Oh, that's a legit one. It is a legit one. But, and I'm just putting it out here that if you Google this story, it's everywhere. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm not going to read the entire story. There's no need to read the entire story. Because I just... think I know which one you're doing <laughs> for the first, like one of the first times ever in our podcast history. I'm going to start off with the title. Okay. Okay, here it is. Bomb Squad called to ER after 88-year-old man arrives with a World War One artillery shell in his anus. What I love is that when you first, when you read the first word of that headline, if you're not paying attention, you could have thought that you said bum. <laughs> <laughs> the bum squad was called. It, it was the bum squad, too. <laughs> I want a bum squad t shirt. <laughs> Well, this man wanted a bum squad anus. He did. He he was his own bum squad member. Oh, my gosh. So he arrived at the ER and they immediately looked at him and was like, wait a minute, is this a real artillery shell? And he's like, yeah. So they had to evacuate (laughs) the entire ICU area, the entire operating area, and the bomb squad had to be in the room while this surgery was taking place. To get this out of this man's Who thinks it's... Did, anus. did it say why he did it? No, it didn't say. You know what I'm not going to say. We know why he did it. It was for sexual pleasure. Yeah, but why a live round of artillery? Erica, we did a story where a woman stuck a tumbler cup. <laughs> a A full, not just half of it, but the whole cup into her urethra. Oy, oy, and it was oy. up there for... A long time. A long time. Yeah. So you talk a about a long what? while. <laughs> None of this makes sense. I'm having that. You know that that song, the Danger Zone song that is on all the Top Gun movies. Yes, that's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> he took a ride into the Danger, danger Zone. Yeah, <laughs> it would be a great story if he didn't just do it himself. It would be like you know. Uh, someone shot this and it just, it just went, went up, up, there. up and it didn't explode. It was <laughs> it's a miracle. And then the Catholic Church puts him on display somewhere. <laughs> Pilgrims come from miles around. That didn't happen. <laughs> I grew up in Conyers where this woman claimed that she saw the Virgin Mary in the clouds 
And thousands of people would come on pilgrimages to see this woman and like see what she saw in the clouds. Is, yeah. What is her? Okay. So if, if that had happened and it just was a miracle, I mean, he could have been rich, but instead he's getting made fun of because he shoved a bomb up his butt. He shoved a bomb. Oh, not just any, a World War One bomb. He's 88 years old, so he, he has to be a collector. I wonder if he's been staring at it his whole life and he's like, if I make it to 88, me and you, baby, <laughs> we're going to go all the way. <laughs> he just loves it so much. <laughs> wants to be one with it like you can't even accidentally sit on something like that how do you like walk that. you can't walk uh, it, there's you can't go number two i mean there's just it's got to be uncomfortable and it's a big <laughs> one too did it, it, say- it is it is it did not uh, give the dimensions nope i'm lying it did oh gosh after the one inch long two inch wide shell was removed from his anus so think about that it was Thick and wide. <laughs> eight inches long. You think about it. I'm, I'm Wait, you thinking, said eight inches long? Eight, eight inches long. Oh, I thought you said one inch. So eight inches long. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Eight inches long. So like about like that. Uh-huh. And two inches wide. And two inches wide. Now, I want you to think about it. Like, if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking in penis size. Don't. I need you to think <laughs> in real inches. Okay? Because... <laughs> <laughs> I can say I have eight inches, but it's not all. It's not a real eight inches, okay? Don't you just get a ruler and look at eight inches on the ruler, okay? That's a real eight inches, okay? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't think penis inches. <laughs> oh, that's a metric system in itself. Right. People just fascinate me. Does it say how long it was up there? <laughs> no, it, it didn't say that part it didn't say i wonder if he it, he pushed it up there too far and he was like whoops that, that went wrong <laughs> he was using that shell this was not his first time using that shell oh <laughs> i just can't i can't wrap my brain around that this is just i know we've talked about this before but i just can't I, mm, 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 mm. you know he was using that shell he's been doing it he's 88 it's a world war one shell who knows how long he has had this shell I'm going to say he was using it for years. He's 88 now. You think it's rusty? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it is from all the lube. Oily, oily, oily. (laughs) (laughs) That's so gross. (laughs) Sorry, we're going to have to give you a tetanus shot. (laughs) Imagine he he survives that and he dies of tetanus. (laughs) (laughs) That's ironic. Now, Alanis, that's ironic. It's amazing that this thing has not exploded in his ass. Before. I know. Oh, now I have that. Now I have that. That song in my head. An old man turns eighty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like a cartoon. He blows his ass up, and he lives, but his ass is yes. His ass is grass. <laughs> his ass is, it's just the black hole with the marks, the burn marks, <laughs> like the cartoons. It's yeah. like, sir, your ass is. <laughs> You see smoke and Wiley Coyote's face sticking out of his butt. Oh my gosh. On the other side. Uh, this was this is a Frenchman. And I'm pretty sure those doctors are like, listen, we've definitely seen it all now. Oh gosh. Those like, French are crazy. The lady with the urethra. I can't get it out right now. The cup upper thing. The cup upper urethra. Mm-hmm. That was in America. Didn't you say like it was New Jersey area? I can't remember now where that was. I thought it was in Eastern Europe. 
Oh, maybe it was. You wow. keep talking. I'm going to search. Okay, yeah. So another thing that popped into my head was a line from this movie that I enjoyed so much. This movie called Major League. This line right here. He'll need a rocket up his ass to catch this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the woman with the tub, the tub, the cup up her urethra was from Tunisia. She was Tunisian. Okay. I don't know where that is. Yeah, okay. I, why did I say New Jersey? I don't know, but it's pretty much the same thing, I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Landlocked. Ge- ge- geography, who cares? Yeah. Full of warehouses, probably. Oh, my I gosh. Just, I don't know. Erica. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm asking. Okay. I'm going to just, just buckle up. Okay. Do you have any weird fetishes? No, I really don't. I'm so I'm so normal vanilla when it comes to that. Okay, uh, me too. That's like maybe we need to ask people more. Like, do you have any fetishes that I need to know about? Yeah. Like the neighbors need to know. Like this man is playing with an artillery shell. And I have this thing where, you know, everybody has something weird, whether it's a sexual weird thing or not. Everybody's got something weird about them. Like for example, I always look in the toilet before I go pee because I'm afraid that a snake's going to come up from <laughs> the piping and and grab me. So I always look in the toilet, but you, you, no matter what you do, that's weird. If you're married or in a relationship, you can't hide it for very long from yeah. your partner before they find out, unless you're just a really sneaky, good sneaker person. And I'm not, but I think instead of Tinder and hinge and all these things where you're just kind of playing the, the social media game mm-hmm. and then you give the part of your life that you want to give online, I think you should start with the fetish. You should start with the weird. Yes. Right? And then if, if the person's like, I can deal with that, then you hook up, you're married forever, and everything's great. Yeah. When you date someone, you are, it's definitely the fake you. Yeah, it's the best behavior you. Yeah, it's just the fake you. I need to know on the first date. So um, before I take this first bite of steak, I need to let you know that I play with uh, artillery shells and bombs, and I like to put them in my booty. Yeah. Are you going to help me with that if we date? Yeah. Are you cool with that? And the answer is hell no. Mm-mm. I'm not trying I'm not, to die. I'm not good with that, but you know what? I'll see. It's kind of like uh, one of those things in corporate America where people are like, well, I'm not looking for a job right now, but I'll see him, you know, through my network if any of my other colleagues are. <laughs> and I'll maybe send some your way. We want to make a good match for you. So let me see what I can do for you. Maybe I have a weird friend who is crazily obsessed with artillery and <laughs> likes to stick them up her butt. Who knows? You know, you shove I light. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Yeah. I will never kink shame anyone. No. Because we, we started this podcast off with Mistress Sophia. So. Yes. You know. And Mistress Sophia, by the way, she's offered to come on our podcast. We just haven't been able to make the, because she's in the UK. So we haven't been able to make our time. schedules work. Yeah, the time work. She's but a busy she, woman on the she's weekends. She's a very busy woman. She is. I, I follow her social media yep. and she's, she's spanking the shit out of some men. That's she <laughs> is. She said she even had a client request on Christmas Day. Oh, and she took it, I bet. I bet she did. Mistress Sophia. The gift she's, that she's, gives really is the gift that keeps on giving. She's mm. doing a public service oh, wow. on Christmas Day. We got to work out that time slot some way, somehow. Yeah. If, even if we have to stay up till 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll figure it out. No time soon, though. That's right. We've got her and then we've got Marie Unicorn Sparkles. <laughs> both of them in the UK, both on deck. We're going to make it happen. Yep. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty vanilla when it comes to that. I just... I do other weird things like I'm messy, so I leave 
a trail behind me wherever I go. Is it artillery shell trail? It's not anything flammable, I don't think, or combustible. You know, none of those items that I leave behind are shoved up my body in any way. (laughs) You know, that's kind of how I am. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're looking at me. I can answer the question. I don't have any strange fetishes like that. Yeah. Yeah, Nothing like that. And you're, you're a neat person. I'm a neat freak. Yeah, you're very much similar to my husband in that way. I'm a neat freak. So if Stephanie, if your wife were to say what your weirdnesses are, what would she say? Honestly, I don't know. Oh, that's good. I don't know. um, It's not going to be my neatness (laughs) because that's gone. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, I don't know what she would say. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But Rick yells it at me as he's picking up after me. I used to do that. I don't <laughs> do that anymore. You don't do that anymore? No. That's nice. Nope. Our third podcast member has decided to join us. That's right. That means that my family upstairs is tired of him right. crying and they've allowed him to come hang out with us. Yep. What's Say up? hey. Say hey, Steven Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> that was him. <laughs> Saying hey. Saying hey. All right. Well, if you're out there and you like putting strange things up your anus, just make sure it's safe. Yes. Not only for you, but your neighborhood. And and make sure it has a pull-out string (laughs) so that you don't get lost. (laughs) A rip cord. (laughs) I'm done. And if it's if it's a live round, I don't know. Maybe don't do that. Yeah, make sure uh, it's not a live round. I mean, uh, you might as well shove a, a live grenade up your butt. If well, that's true. Okay, I'm gonna say this, and then I'll move on. I was I said I was done, but now that I think about it, <laughs> there was a queen that died because she liked having sex with a horse. What? Okay, a queen. Uh, that was back in uh, medieval times, maybe. I don't know if it was medieval times, but she would get her people to string her up in this position to where the horse could have sex with her. Oh, my God. And if something snapped and the horse fell on her or something and she ended up dying (laughs) that way. You know, I was thinking the other day, like, what are the most embarrassing situations? Like how bad it would be to die in a very embarrassing, compromising situation where, you know, you go up to heaven and you're like. Sorry, this is why I'm here. And everybody's laughing at you. <laughs> everybody's laughing at you in heaven, everybody or in hell, wherever you end up. And everybody's on earth is like, listen to this guy. Yeah. Listen to what happened to him. Yeah. You know, next next episode, I'm gonna look that story up. We're gonna talk about yes, that. Yes, please. Yeah. We've got to. I thought that's maybe you crazy. knew that. I, no, yeah. okay. no, no, no. All right. I'm gonna move on now. I'm I'm done now. Now I know what I'm talking about next episode. Stay tuned. Oh, that's a good teaser. <laughs> Really I just told her. the story though, but I'll well, give names. Yeah, we don't know who she is. I'm sure what country she represented very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> this is how the Kentucky Derby got started. That's right. <laughs> Off to the races. The horse that wins actually loses. Mm-hmm. Well, that horse won. Yeah, the horse did. lived. She died. That horse is like, I'm not attracted to you like that. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, what's your story? <laughs> um, uh, 
my story comes to us from msn.com, but you can also find this on other sites as well. I'm going to tell you the title of, or the headline, and then we'll get into it. Husband dismembered wife because she didn't support his, quote, dream of opening a comic book store, unlike his mistress. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Did this so, happen in Florida? No. Uh, surprisingly enough, <laughs> it did not. It happened in Pennsylvania. Uh, okay. That's... The Florida of the North. <laughs> wow. So this man, his name is Stephen Capaldi, and this happened, I think, in October of this year, of this 20... year, 2022. Mm-hmm. So he and his wife had a daughter together, who I think is an adult. I don't think it in the story it says her age. So their daughter noticed that she hadn't really seen her mom or spoken to her mom in a while. So she called her dad and her dad was like, yeah, she's been missing for a few days. There's some cash missing. So, you know, I think she just ran off. So the daughter's like, you need to file a missing persons report. This isn't normal. So they file a missing persons report for 55-year-old Elizabeth Capaldi. And the daughter told the police that this is not normal for her. She doesn't have any history of mental illness. She doesn't have, to my knowledge, any reasons why she would run away like this with with $13,000. So the police start looking into it. So they talk to the husband, they get her cell phone records, and they realize that the husband is not really being very truthful. So the police bring him in and they're like, what's going on? So he says, she was cheating on me. She took this money and she ran away. And the police are like, "Mm, this doesn't really line up with what we're figuring out, how we're tracing her, her last steps. So while they're interrogating this man, he ends up admitting that he murdered his wife. He smothered her in her sleep and he was trying to figure out what to do with her from that point. So he just dismembered her. And when they asked him why, he eventually came forward with what we believe. I say we, like I'm a part of the police force. <laughs> what the police feel is the the whole answer, which was he had this dream of, of starting a comic book store and she didn't support it. He was dating someone who was more supportive. And so instead of just divorcing his wife, mm. And fulfilling his dream of being a comic book. By the way, if anyone ever doubts our dreams of being a comic, an actual comic. I'm not going to kill him. No, we're not going to kill him. But I feel like that's a much, that's mean to say. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to dream shame Stephen Capaldi. Um, uh, he's in prison. You can dream shame him. I mean, a comic book store, sir, you're 57 years old. You don't kill somebody. If, if my husband was like, Erica, really would prefer you not go out anymore at night and, you know, go to these clubs and try to make people laugh. I I wouldn't divorce him over that and I wouldn't kill him over that. I'd be like, you know what, we'll figure something out. I'll take a break and we'll see what's going on after that. But, you know, anyway, let me... Okay, so the grand jury eventually hears everything. They've indicted him. They didn't believe what he claimed, which was... You know, his wife was also having an affair and, and, you know, all this stuff. So they uncover from looking at Stephen's phone that he was having a six-month-long affair with another woman. And he 
had a what they call a litany of incriminating internet searches, including how to get away with murder, mm. how to delete Facebook messages. Oh boy! Can you avoid police detection by turning off your phone? <laughs> And let's see, how to control your dark impulses, how to disappear and never be found, and finally, FBI Handbook of Crime Scene Forensics. I'm going to stop you right there. He looked those things up, mm -hmm. but he did not execute any of them. No. He sucks as a human being. Yeah, he's really bad at this. And so, Stephen, if you get out of jail in no, time to fulfill... No, doesn't. Yeah, I hope you don't. But if you do find yourself out of jail and you still want to fulfill your dream of opening a comic book store, maybe it's, just go work at one that's already established. Because it's going to fail because you yeah, do not. Yeah, you're not very good with the whole planning know and what follow you're doing. through. No, no. And that, the poor daughter. I know. She's lost both of her parents. I want to find the funny in this, but I want him to burn in hell. I hope, do they have the death penalty in Pennsylvania? That's a good question. I don't know, but I would believe that if they do, he would qualify. If anything qualifies... It's premeditated murder of someone who is completely innocent. Yeah. Just just get a divorce. divorce. Walk away. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah. So anyway, mm. you know, he was willing to kill for his dream. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a dream, fight for your dream. Don't. No. Don't kill for your dream. That's unnecessary. Mr. Martin Luther King had a huge dream and yeah. he didn't kill for it. No. He, was he got killed, killed for it. He was, it was he was assassinated for it, but he believed in nonviolence. He did. Erica, there's one thing about this because that that story kind of brought me down. Sorry, fucking, that dude, sorry. That dude's a dickhead. He is. Uh, but I, I am gonna ask you this though. Okay. Wait, I'll save it for question of the day. Oh, good question. I'll save it. Go ahead. I don't have I'll one. save it. Okay, I'll save it. So anyway, we are going to find out eventually in the next few months. I guess uh, what's going to happen with him, what his fate will be. It says after she was dead, his internet searches included concrete cement, mm, reciprocated saw, and DIY blacklight. Let's see. The report goes on in to detail an increasing amount of evidence presented against the defendant during the grand jury. One such point of evidence was a collection of narratives about his large credit card debt his purchase and sell of thousands of dollars worth of comic books. <laughs> wow. The presence or lack thereof of the $13,000 he claimed was stolen from the basement and even an alleged motive related to all of the immediately foregoing, quote, the fact that he had found someone, his mistress, that he loved and who supported his dream of opening a comic book store with his brother while his wife did not. So, yeah, he... uh He's a piece of shit. Yeah, he, he's ruined the life of so many people. Yeah. Including his side chick. Mm-hmm. She was like, I had, I had good married penis. Now it's gone. Now it's gone. Yeah. I believed in you, baby. <laughs> I believed in you. No, you messed all of that you up. You picked the wrong, the wrong guy. Did they say what he did with the body? Uh, Since he was looking all of this up. Let me see if they ever figured that out. These people... Committing these murders and then snitching on themselves, I don't, I don't understand. Like, why, why go through all of that? Then they start interrogating you, and you, you fold so easily. Yeah, you know, I, I think this boils down to people who think that they can get away with stuff. They think they're smarter than the police. They think they're smarter than forensics, and they think that they, 
they probably see it happen on TV and they're like, oh, I can do better than that. This is why I don't watch TV much. In, it's like the guy that murdered the college students in Idaho. Yes. Yeah. He even toyed, from what I can figure out, he even toyed with the police and the investigation a little bit by getting on online forums and going to the scene of the crime and or like helping look, f- you know, figure out what happened. There's this mm. intrigue from some people who think that they can actually do it better. I can promise you, you can't. I promise you, no. you can't. You, you got to be a trained assassin. Yeah. And even they have a code. They do. Yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm, ugh. If you think you're smart enough, you're definitely not. Yeah. I'm guessing that they have some sort of evidence that they're going to come forward with to. Well, he told on himself, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yes. So here's here's what happened. On December 8th, 2022, Stephen Capaldi allegedly confessed to the murder during an interview with detectives at the DA's office. He said that he smothered the victim to death mm-hmm. on October 10th, 2022, by strangling her while she slept in their bed using a pillow. Following the murder, he moved her body from the master bedroom to a back bedroom and then to the basement, and he dismembered her body and disposed of it on October 12th. So two days later, prior to ever meeting with law enforcement, he admitted to purchasing items to carry out the disposal of her body. Damn. Yeah, that's cold. Damn. So it happened over a series of days, which is just disturbing. Yeah. uh, So. Sick bastard. All because of a comic book store. Yeah, that's. Dream. uh, he's He's a nightmare. I just don't ever i've never walked into a comic book store and thought this is a dream worth killing for (laughs) not that there's anything wrong with having a comic book store but you know it's not like it's not like it's going to give you a whole lot of fame and fortune right maybe there's some comic books that are worth a lot of money there are some comic books that are worth a lot of money that's but only the comic book store itself i don't know how that yeah figures into the you wouldn't be the owner. You'd have to buy it and then sell yeah. it on behalf. Anyway, anyway, yeah, sorry, I, sorry. Yeah, I can't. I took yeah. a tangent. No, no, you, you, no, no, no. That's <laughs> fine. That's just my mind. I can't wrap my mind around people that just don't have men. I'm going to say men that don't have the balls to say, I want a divorce. But or you, just go get the damn divorce. Yes. Because there's a story out there of a man who divorced his his spouse Without her knowing. What? He forged her signature on some <gasps> papers. I think this happened maybe in Houston, Texas. You can look it up. And I, I was like, oh, that man really wanted a divorce. He sure did. But he was scared as hell of that woman. Yes, there's a reason. And, yeah, there's a reason he, he went out and did did that. And so he's in jail. Huh. So I, I, You got to get permission. Yeah. And women, right y'all, way. if you, the same thing, the same thing goes for you, ladies. Yep. You want a divorce? Because there's women that will kill a man just to be free. I know a woman who murdered her husband. Wait, personally? Yeah. Her name is Libby Lathbury. She lived in in Conyers, Georgia, where I grew up. You going to spill all the tea like this? Yeah, because she's been found guilty. Okay. She has been convicted of murdering her husband, George, who was a delightful man. George was an artist, a metal artist. So he would make like yard art and art artistic fence things, mm-hmm. you know, like decorative things out of iron. And he had this big warehouse where he would do his work. And Libby was his bookkeeper. And she also did bookkeeping for another company. 
And George was a little bit of a ladies' man. From what I understand, they had an open marriage. And so George would flirt with everybody. And they'd been married for years and years and years. And it's just Libby knew that's who George was. So, I mean, it wasn't because she was jealous. And then one uh, 4th of July, I I can't remember what year it was. It had to have been around 2004, 2005, something like that. Somebody sent me a text and said, people are looking for George. Have you seen him? And I was like, no, I haven't seen George anywhere. Because usually we'd go to a restaurant, George would be there, go to a bar, George would be there. Nobody had seen George and his family was looking for him frantically because he he was just a joy. He would light up every room he, he was in. They were probably in their 50s when this happened, George and Libby. And they've been together since she was in college. So they've been together for a really, really long time. And so when people would ask Libby what happened to George, she was like, oh, well, he's in the hospital. And so George's brother was like, well, what hospital is it? She's like, she's being really evasive. So finally, George's friends and family went to the police. So the police started looking around, and they figured out that George had been buried in the backyard. What? Yep. On or around the 4th of July during all the fireworks and, you know, so that the sounds would be drowned out. And from what they could tell, the, the investigators could tell. Now, Libby was a very frail-looking, small woman. George was like 6'4". Mm-hmm bigger guy. He, he looked very athletic, very tall, stout man. Libby was very frail. She was like 5'4". She probably weighed 80, 90 pounds. Mm. And so to me, I feel like she may have had help. I don't know that. But she was the only one convicted of it. The investigators found George's body. Libby went on the run. So she took off. They found her in Phoenix City, Alabama, just over the, the <laughs> Alabama line, Georgia line. She was living at a YMCA. What is wrong? Oh and gosh. what she ended up doing was, so it turns out Libby was stealing money or had stolen money from her previous employer when she was working as a bookkeeper for this company. Oh, she stole like $3 million from this company. What? And they said that they weren't going to press charges as long as she would pay back what she stole. So she was paying restitution for years. But then it got to be too much. She couldn't do it anymore. And she didn't want to tell George what had happened because... So George didn't know she stole $3 million? I don't think so. Her reasoning was she didn't want George to be embarrassed. So instead of embarrassing, quote unquote, George, she, she just killed, killed him. him. So she shot him while he was asleep in bed. And then she went to Home Depot and she rented a dolly. She took a couple of days to tie him up to this dolly. She backed her her truck up to the front porch of her house. They lived in this like a, it was bigger than a shotgun house, but it was very similar, but it had a larger front porch. So she backed the, the truck up to the front porch and she just drug him. Now, Libby was around my size. She weighed a lot less than me, but she was like, as far as height goes, I would not have been able to do this on my own. I know I wouldn't have. It doesn't matter how long you give me. I'm not going to be able to pull a man like George's size out of the bed, pull him onto this dolly, somehow secure him so that I can move the dolly and he doesn't move around, drag the dolly, because you've got to pick the dolly up, you've got to pull it back, and then you've got to drag it, and then put it onto this truck, then drive the truck around back, dig a big old hole big enough for George to fit into, pull him and the dolly off this truck, get George off the dolly, and get him into the hole that you've dug for. I would not have been able to do that on my own. Damn. Maybe she's strong. I don't know. 
But anyway, yeah, Libby has now been sentenced to life, I think life without the possibility of parole, and she's serving time in a women's facility somewhere. Uh, you told that story like you were there. I, you, and technically you were there because they were asking you where was George. Uh, damn. Yeah. Right. Erica, I, that's pretty. Crazy. I think I know you, and that's. <laughs> and then you tell me a story like this, like, oh yeah, that I know someone. Like, no, no, did you know him? No. Yeah. Oh no, I know him personally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they were in open marriage, and you knew all the details. Yeah. <laughs> I've been training for this comedy career for a real long time. <laughs> but yeah, women are women women can be just as as crazy as men when it comes to stuff like. That. I mean, all she had to do was come clean with him. All she had to do was say, you know, I can't pay it back. It sorry, my bad. But instead, she kills him so he's not embarrassed. This 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 podcast is going on quite long, but I still have <laughs> I, oh gosh, this is crazy. I probably could have just done that story. <laughs> you can, that's what I was about to say. You that's that's the story you should have done. Yeah, right. Damn. You should have cut that other one real short and just said I know. I didn't even put this together, like make the connection between what Libby did. My mind is blown and it's I've I've forgotten my question of the day listening to that. <laughs> I have nothing to say. Like <laughs> Sorry. Did you really forget your question of the no, day? No, I'm dead serious. I, oh. I was... <laughs> I mean, mm. the, the, that was so effortless the way you told that story. Like, it just... How, when did this happen? It's like 2004, oh. 2005, I Okay, think. okay. So, yeah. That was a while ago. It, it, yeah, the, you told it like it happened yesterday. Yeah. Are any dark secrets in your mind that you need to tell us about? <laughs> this shit is scary. No, I know. I, I think I've told. I'm, I'm more of an observer when it comes to stuff like that. Okay. But if something crazy happens, I'm gonna remember every single detail. Because mm. it's, it's so rare. You gotta hold on to those moments. Yeah, you are, you are holding. <laughs> holding on. You are, cause oh my gosh, I'm glad you got it out, man. I need you to move on. Yeah. Cause poor Rick. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Does Rick know this story? Yeah, Rick knows the story. Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know how to transition <laughs> out of this. I don't. Our, our next episode is going to be very short because I'm sorry. This yeah, was long. This one um, was long. What were we talking about when I said, oh, I got a question. I'll wait. I think we were talking about your first story, right? Your story. No, it was your story. I okay. said, I'm going to wait. Oh, I thought we were talking about the man with the thing up his butt and how we had weird things about ourselves oh so now i have to go back and remember maybe i don't know maybe uh, question of the day is <laughs> gonna have to be canceled i don't know <laughs> let's let's lighten it up a little yeah bit. we do need to lighten it up let's lighten I, uh, this mood. because whoa I'm, that was heavy i know that was heavy that was i didn't the I th first story you told was quite heavy heavy because i was like damn that poor woman they had to die like that then her child and so many people got hurt. And then you just told this story that was. I know. That you lot. were. It, mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. Connected to. You're connected to these stories. Yeah. That, you asked the question of the day because I'm <laughs> done. How about that? <laughs> question of the day. So it's New Year. 
it's the new year. We don't have New Year's resolutions, but we've got some things we're working on. While you don't have New Year's resolutions, what's the one thing that you want to do differently in 2023? I have several, but I'll tell you the one that uh, one of the main things I'm trying to do is spend less money. Oh, that's a good one. Make more, mm-hmm. spend less, and see what I can come up with at the end of the year. That's a good one. Yeah. So, so far, mm-hmm. it's going well so far. Yeah. Where are you spending less on? Food. That's it. <laughs> I make myself an easy target by saying that, but <laughs> traveling, you know, getting back into traveling for comedy again, you, we tend to stop at places to eat. Yeah. It's uh, hard to pack your own lunch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Even though I know a comedian that will pack a sandwich to avoid paying for stuff. That's a good idea. Yeah. I don't want to be that yeah. frugal. I just kissed the microphone. <laughs> anyway. Because uh, a lot of times we don't get paid a whole lot. Right. For these shows. So if you... Or spending money on food and you're doing a show. That's that's your money. Yeah. A yeah. lot of times. So I've, I've tried to put it to where, you know, I'm conscious of everything that I do as far as food wise. Not just on the road, but even at home. Mm-hmm. It's like I know this is what I want for breakfast. This is what I want for lunch. This is what I want for dinner. And I'm not going to buy any unnecessary food. Like, yeah. oh, man, I really want some a burger and a fry from McDonald's. Or I want to go to Whataburger. It's got to be, it's like, I'm hungry. I don't have food. I'm going to go and get it. Mm-hmm. Now, if I have a gift card, I'm not going to just randomly spend my gift cards. It's going to be strategic. Yeah, um, that's good. If I drive somewhere for a show, I've stayed the night in a couple places where I could have just done the show, started driving home, stopped at a rest area, take a nap and started driving again. Yeah. But I would just get a hotel room. You know, if if I'm there for the weekend, I'll get a hotel room. If it's a far, far if it's a land far, far away, then I'll get a hotel room. But yeah, now, no, I'm seeing how much I can bring in and keep. That's good. So that's, that's that. Okay. That was a long answer. I'm sorry. No, that was a good answer. Yeah. What about you? For me, it's just doing more comedy. I'm really bad about talking myself out of going out, especially to open mics. I'm like, no, I don't really need to do that. But over COVID, it became a, a habit. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to get myself out of that habit because I love to be home with my family. So, you know, getting up and a lot of these open mics are late. So, you know, stop working, you get dinner ready, do all these things you got to do around the house. And then you got to muster up the energy to go back out and put on a a good show. Even if it's an open mic, I still want to give people who came out a good time and try hard because... You know, I'm probably trying new material and I need to take better advantage of, of all the stage opportunities that I have because I'm lately I haven't been. So, OK, that's my thing. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I also spend way too much money on food because that's how I love people <sighs> and I love myself. And so <laughs> I got to stop. <laughs> got to feed yourself. Yeah. I, the other day we had I say the other day it was over the holidays. We had friends over and I found they're called pine berries have you ever seen them they're they look like strawberries but they're white no i didn't have one but everybody that did said they were really good but they were like eight dollars for just a couple of them but i was like oh they're so pretty i want those for my friends (laughs) so So you purchased these to give to people yeah well i purchased them for a a meat and cheese board and so shark coochie board a shark coochie board okay Mm -hmm. mm-hmm I'll pass. That was a fancy shark coochie. Yeah, with the with white pine berries. Pine berries. They, uh, supposedly they taste like pineapple and they look like strawberries. I don't know. 
is that a are those genetically produced? That probably. don't sound right. Okay. Yeah, they're probably full of genetically modified things. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna. My kids are gonna grow it at third arm or something. Please don't say that. <laughs> Mom, why is my eye wonky? <laughs> well, baby, <laughs> remember that pine berry you ate? <laughs> I'm done. Bill Gates altered it, darling. <laughs> Tasted so, good though, didn't it? It's always Bill Gates. I know, bless him. Sorry, Billy. He's the he's the answer for everything. He's our Doctor Evil. <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice guy. That was alleged. His wife didn't say that. No, his wife said uh, half. Yeah. Okay, that's it. I, that's I, it. I got nothing more. I got nothing more. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. Thanks, y'all. Don't kill anyone. Yeah. Be nice. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram to keep the conversation going. Do you have a suggestion for a future episode? Please let us know. Send us an email at that's to me at gmail.com. That's news the number two, me, the number two, at gmail.com.